Good morning and welcome to Monday morning, June the 6th in 2022 on When I Rise. Today we begin year C. This is called Trinity Sunday coming up or the first Sunday after Pentecost. And on the Monday of the week, we'd like to take a look at the Old Testament passage which comes from this week from the Revised Common Lectionary. But there is not one designated this week for Trinity Sunday. So I went through my own memory about where some places in the Old Testament where the Trinity may be apparent. And so I picked one out for the morning. It's Genesis chapter 18, verses 1 through 15. So let me read that passage. We've got a couple points for reflection. We'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making us part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and be got together in a time of prayer. Genesis chapter 18, verses 1 through 15. The Lord appeared to Abraham near the great trees of Mamre while he was sitting at the entrance to his tent in the heat of the day. Abraham looked up and he saw three men standing nearby. When he saw them, he hurried to the entrance of his tent to meet them and bowed low to the ground. He said, If I have found favor in your eyes, my Lord, do not pass your servant by. Let a little water be brought. Then you may wash your feet and rest under this tree. Let me get you something to eat so you can be refreshed and then go on your way now that you have come to your servant. Very well, they answered. Do as you say. So Abraham hurried into the tent and into the tent to Sarah. Quick, he said, get three sias of the finest flour and eat it and bake some bread. Then he ran to the herd and selected a choice tender calf and gave it to a servant who hurried to prepare it. He then brought some curds and milk and the calf that had been prepared and set them before them. While they ate, he stood near them under a tree. Where is your wife, Sarah? They asked. There in the tent, he said. Then one of them said, I will surely return to you about this time next year, and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Now Sarah was listening at the entrance to the tent, which was behind him. Abraham and Sarah were already very old, and Sarah was past the age of childbearing. So Sarah laughed to herself as she thought, After I am worn out and my Lord is old, will I now have this pleasure? Then the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Will I really have a child now that I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I'll return to you at the appointed time next year, and Sarah will have a son. Sarah was afraid, so she lied and said, I did not laugh. But he said, Yes, you did laugh. This is the word of God for us. There's a stream of biblical thought, particularly Christian biblical thought, that says that these three visitors that visit Abraham and Sarah under the oaks of Mamre, that uh, this is somehow in a, in a mystery, an entrance uh, or an instance where the Trinity encounters God's people. So Trini- Trinitarian theology is complicated, it's messy, but it's central to the faith. It's one of our mysterious belief statements, but we believe that there is one God and three persons that are distinct from one another. Um, and they have, um, God, they have been interacting with us and uh, we're in the midst of their sacred community. Uh, one of the things that Jesus told us in John 14, 20 is that uh, we're all found in one another and he includes us. And that word, when he says you in John 14, 20, he doesn't say like the second person plural y'all, which is like the most common way that you is read in the biblical text. But this is like, you know, second person singular, like you, like you individually are included into this great community called Trinity. 
so here we have the, like an example of what that looks like. So when Abraham is at the the front of his tent at the heat of the day, he sees these visitors and he immediately gets into action. So what the lesson here is, you get the sense that when God draws near, uh, we there's something within us that awakens. It awakened Abraham, and he hurried. He hurried over and he asked for for uh, dough to be made so that a quick bread can happen. And then he took a choice animal from his flock so that these individuals wouldn't just pass by just getting a drink of water. Uh, but they would actually linger for a long time. Because who knows what, what might happen if somebody significant is with you for a long time. You just might be able to get in the partnership with them, right? And so there's been several times where Abraham is connected with God. Uh, he was called in... Genesis 12, Genesis 15, Genesis 17, and now Genesis 18. And this seems to be a unique story where this is not just uh, God showing uh, love and connection with Abraham, but now he's going to begin to promise him offspring that he has mentioned before. But the circumstances are crazy, right? I mean, Abraham and Sarah are both old, and uh, they don't see this uh, pattern of behavior where old people can have newborn children. And so, of course, Sarah laughs, and there's this interesting back and forth that I think the Bible has so much to say, and I just get tickled sometimes where every now and again, they, like, you have these moments where like they're <laughs> lingering something that's such a small detail. Like, Sarah did laugh. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. <laughs> right? That back and forth. But ultimately, I think there's a collision of thoughts here. When God draws near, somehow we're awakened, uh, and the response that we give is that we would like to give our best, just like Abraham's giving his best, what he had in the moment, to entertain some time with God. And then at times, God will surprise us, and that surprise will draw us to like, redraw the map, right? It's exactly what Abraham and Sarah have to do. They have to redraw the map. And so there's this promise hanging out there in the story that about a year from now, this visitor is going to return, and, he's gonna prom- and he promises that uh, Sarah will have a child. As these three linger with Abraham in the very next story, they, we see that they're on the way to bring judgment upon uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, Abraham's got some family and um, in those cities, and so he would like to try to persuade God not to do it. And remember this bartering back and forth in the next passage where Abraham asked for 50 righteous people that the whole city would be spared, and that gets whittled all the way down to 10 people. And so here's God, like, spending this long afternoon with Abraham, and he's promised something, and he allows Abraham to enter into his courts and to try to intercede uh, for a group of people, right, that need uh, that that need to be helped here. And uh, so this is just a picture of window what a, what a life with the Trinity is like. We're included into this dynamic relationship with God. Uh, we're promised things. We're blessed, and we also get to somehow, in a mystery, work out God's own story and plans in and through our lives. And so we begin Trinity Sunday week with this idea of this grand invitation. God is drawing near. Uh, we should draw near to Him. We should give Him our best. Uh, and we should sit there and linger in His presence. And who knows what doors might open up if He finds us disciplined enough to entertain time with Him. So with that in mind, let's spend some time praying to our God this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we commune with you today, and we thank you that you saw it within your own mercy to include us into the family of God and also into fellowship with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, three persons. And so we attend to you, God, and we thank you that just as Abraham was given a chance to spend time, a long afternoon with you, uh, we ask that you would invite us 
uh, to be in fellowship and relationship with you. And we know that that brings about many potentials and many opportunities where we can be included into your plan, where we get to uh, intercede with you uh, in your plan with the different uh, events and affairs of this world. And that we're also blessed because you're a God who loves to lavish, uh, to give, and to love lavishly. And so, God, this day we begin Trinity Sunday uh, with an openness. We open our minds. Uh, we open up our hearts. Uh, we are not attached to one form or way of following you, but we are open to being in relationship with you, just like Abraham was. Uh, you know, he uh, can only imagine. He ne- it never dawned upon him before this moment that he would have this time with you in, in, under these circumstances. And so, God, we do detach from all the things that we forcibly want to happen in our Christian faith, and we, we just have our open mind and open heart. And we just want to encounter you and to be in your presence because we know that you are our reward, uh, not just the things that you give us. And so, God, allow us to see you fresh and new today. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.